What's up, Michigan? It is a Bean Garter Thursday. Speaking of Bean Garter, they're soon to be Dorn Mayhew. They just put up their new sign uh, right along the S-curve in downtown Grand Rapids. Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder at the Bean Garter slash Dorn Mayhew office in Grand Rapids. And on every Bean Garter Thursday through the big game in February, former Lion Lomas Brown will join us. We'll break down the next Lions game, which will be Atlanta on Sunday. Look back at the previous one and give you our NFL picks across the board. And remember, if you can beat my NFL picks, you could win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team. Play Beat Huge every week through the big game. Now, the Thursday night game is always a freebie. Get your picks in by Sunday morning. Every week at thehugeshow.net. The more times you beat me, the more chances you'll have to win $1,500 in cash. I do want to welcome in Josh Garvey. He joins us uh, in studio. New sign went up today. New sign is up. Yeah, you sent me the photo. It looks great. And, you know, when you're merging uh, with a great company like Dorn Mayhew and Bean Garter had uh, such an established name in West Michigan, uh, some mixed emotions today. There were some mixed emotions. Yeah, it was an 80-year-old firm, right? And so yeah. there was lots of mixed emotions, but some bittersweet, some uh, some maybe some tears of, of, of the Bean Garter sign coming down, but also some, some joy in the new name and some excitement there. So Yeah, and what lies ahead for the future now with uh, Bean Garter becoming Doran Mayhew officially at the end of the year, sign is up. And speaking of mixed emotions, I was inside Ford Field on Sunday. And man, I went down there. I ran into you, Josh, and your wife and your friends uh, from Rockford. And, you know, we're at Tin Roof. Then I went over to Harry's and it was like a Mardi Gras football. Uh, I think everybody really was on the same page that the Lions will never lose a game again in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like, yeah, you know, Seattle, they're done. Check mark, check mark. I got, uh, I hate. Eight Super Bowls in a row, and uh, we go in, and the electricity, the buzz, the crowd noise, and Lomas, you were there on the Lions Radio Network with TJ and Dan Miller. It felt like we were walking into a playoff atmosphere last Sunday. Oh, it was awesome. It really was. I got to the stadium probably uh, 50, uh, probably a quarter to ten. And, man, it was so many people already out tailgating. It was crowded. You could feel the electricity. The people were into it. They were into it in the game. We just we just couldn't sustain it and give them something to leave out of that game with. But I tell you what, that atmosphere, mm. I hadn't seen it like that in a long time. Yeah, Josh, I know I was in an end zone uh, in Section 318, uh, you were at the 50-yard line. Am I correct? I was. Yeah, so again, we, we don't want – and Lomas was pretty much midfield in the Lions radio network booth, so we're not playing rank who has more pull inside Ford Field. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like – and here's why I do sit in the end zone. And I've done this in my 32 years of broadcasting Lomas. 
that I'll go into press boxes once in a while, but I like to get tickets and sit with the fans and listen to what they're saying. I know I'll have my opinions doing a statewide show, but I want to hear what the fans say, and especially the blue-collar fans. Like, I always used to sit upstairs at the Silver Dome, which, by the way, you know, that was long before metal detectors, long before anything. You you know, I'd bring friends up there, and I'd go, uh, have you been to prison? Uh, good luck. And but it was intense, and then the energy and the passion of you know the blue collar fans. And I'm not stereotyping different social classes. And gosh, it was such a great feeling. And they they start out, uh, and Seattle's going back and forth, and then they rally and they take the lead, and then they hit the wall. And you know, Lomas, one thing before we move on, and I'll get Josh's thoughts from watching the game in a moment. But they didn't seem to adjust, uh, and they had the offense to go up and down the field. No adjustments, nothing special on redesigning the pass rush in game, and going for the tie. Uh, though you know, in order, uh, those three things. Yeah, the the pick six, and uh, you know, Jameer drops that pass that could have been ninety five. But just some things on the coaching end that still stick with me today as we talk on air. Yeah, so so I'll say this real fast, huge. I love the end zone seats too because that's how I think about it. When we watch film as offensive linemen, we watch the end zone copy. We don't watch the wide copy, you know, the sideline copy. That's for the divas, the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, running back. The divas see it from the sideline. The real men. They watch it from the end zone. So, huge. I put you in the real man category because you're in the end zone with the real folks uh, watching the game. And I'm with you, my good man. I, You know, when, when you start off a certain way and when you build this identity, and I'm talking about Coach Campbell as a guy that goes for it, a guy that take gambles, you know, a guy, you know, like they say, no risk it, no biscuit type of guy, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, it, it throws you back when he has opportunities to be aggressive and he doesn't. And, you know, that's the thing that was kind of, I thought for myself, I thought he was a little uncar- out of his character. Again, a couple of those things that you brought up, Huge, I expected him to be more aggressive in those situations and he wasn't. And like I say, I thought it was a little uncharacteristic of Coach Campbell uh, to be that way. And I have to think, you know, with him sitting back and thinking about that game, it's probably some things that he probably would do differently. You know what I'm saying? Not to say what he did was wrong because that's what he felt that he needed to do. But when you sit back and you're one way – and you go completely another way, I think when you get the opportunity to sit back and re-examine it, I think you really look at it and you kind of second-guess yourself with not following your, you know, your characteristics or how you've been as a coach, as a leader. So that's something that probably he'll bring up and something that I think when he get in another opportunity like this, I think that'll really reflect and I think he'll make a better decision. And the thing that is, of, it's not an alarm right now, but it's just a little flare uh, the three slow starts, and I'll, I'll I'll put a slow start now after Kansas City in the uh, Seattle game losing at home. It's not in the slow start category. Like I said, a little flare, 
that, you know, 10 and 1, 1 and 6. Now you get a game like Seattle, which really mirrored a year ago at Ford Field. Uh, if you look at that season, you know, didn't play well in the first half against Philly. They were down big, went for it, uh, piled up, I think, the second most points, or points on Philadelphia until the Super Bowl uh, after the Cowboys and what the Chiefs did all year long. And then they looked really strong in the first half, came out on fire going after Carson Wentz. This is a year ago. And then they backed off in the second half, played that soft coverage, uh, let Washington back in, but they took care of business. And then, you know, we had the Minnesota game. And, you know, we uh, just, you know, and, and, and the same thing at the end where he was conservative and not going for it to get the first down and put the game away. And, uh, and now we're we're back talking about the same things, and that's the only negative I have on uh, Campbell. It really is uh, when I look at his staff, when I look at what he's done, these slow starts, and that's why Sunday, which we'll get to in a moment, Lomas and Josh, I think it's a must-win situation. But Josh, I want to get your thoughts. You were there on the fifty uh, with family friends uh, this past Sunday. What was your impression on what you saw start to finish? Yeah, I think uh, the environment was very electric. Crowd was into it. Like Loma said, everybody was there, 930, going crazy. But it felt like when Goff threw the pick, it felt like the environment changed a little bit. I felt the energy shift a little, and people tried to come back from that. But it really took some wind out of the team. Uh, That pick six hurt a lot. Um, but they got it back when they, they got, got the back. punt, when they got the hold, or not the hold, but when they held them. They got and it then, back. And, they got it, and then that place, the DBs were the highest they had been, like over 120 there on the big board. Definitely. They but got then they go back. and they play for the tie. They played for the tie. I was a little disappointed in that, too. I think the fans around me, I could hear the sidelines, right? The sidelines seemed a little bit scrambled. You could hear, you the, could hear the sidelines? I you, could. you were that close? Yeah, okay, from, yeah. from yeah, my sidelines. Yeah, I could hear the sidelines <laughs> of the planes landing at Detroit Metro. Yes, from my, uh, what I heard indirectly from Lomas, my diva seats, uh, I could hear the sidelines. And uh, <laughs> we, um, you could hear the, the scrambling going on. It felt like there was some disorganization, some unorganized chaos on the Detroit sidelines. So, um, the offensive coordinator, right, was running back and forth. You could see there was a little bit of scramble in there. And so... Like, what are we going to do? Are we going for this? Are we going to go uh, to the end zone? Are we going to... We're not using timeouts. We're letting time off the clock go, right? It seemed like that. And people were scrambling. You could hear it. Um, and so, a little disappointed there in that. Um, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't have tickets where I could hear the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my I'll give you my diva oh, log. I tell we'll... you what, Josh, hey, those aren't even that's not club seats. That's not even a suite. I I want to find out where you get a seat where you can hear what's going on on the sidelines. <laughs> I'll give you my diva. Pass I, think Josh, I think Josh is uh, uh, you know he's oh, a, he's God. a managing shareholder at Bean Garter Doran Mayhew, but I think he's got he's there, there's something there where he's the man. <laughs> In town, wow! All right, so hey, I don't know if we should have got them started. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's what. Trust me, I think we're creating not a monster. That that's a that's not the right word, but I think he's already a a big shooter, and now he's you know got seats where he can hear everything. Uh, Josh Garvey, by the way, uh, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew uh, in Grand Rapids. Uh, yeah, to, to Josh's point, yes, I also thought Josh that the fumble from David Montgomery. I thought that was huge, especially 
coming out of halftime. You know what I'm mm. saying? Think about it. You went in the locker room. You made all your adjustments. You come out. You're ready to have a good second half. And the first play of the second half, you fumble. And I mm. thought that was big, too. Along with that Jared Goff pick six, I agree with you, that I thought the next deflating thing was the uh, David Montgomery, mm. Montgomery uh, fumble. All right, fellas. So I'll start with you as we go through the games. Some are saying that it's hyperbole, and I'm overreacting for stating that Sunday against the 2-0 Falcons, uh, the Lions can't afford to lose another home game. I put this in the must-win category. Lomas, where are you at on it? I'm right with you, Huge. I said it a couple of days ago, and I started hinting at it right after the game. They got to win this game on Sunday. I feel like it is. The coach is not saying that. Because um, you don't want to put that extra pressure on the guys in the locker room. But, man, you can't lose two NFC games. These are NFC games. And, you you know, and we know that the race is going to tighten up and it could come down to a tiebreaker. And we see what happened to us last year, losing, um, you know, one game for getting in. And it was the NFC game. So, you, to me, you can't lose, against another, lose another NFC game uh, this weekend. Josh, what do you feel about Falcons and the Lions on Sunday? Yeah, I think the same thing. It's an absolute must win. Um, I think the urgency will be there. I think Atlanta's young. I, I do see Lions taking a win, but it's, it is a must win. It's a must win game. They, they can't start after the Kansas City excitement. They can't come back and lose two in a row at home, Lomas. They just can't. I'm sorry. No, no, no. They can't do that. I mean, you would take all the momentum that you built, I think, even going back into the preseason, like you say, the first game of the season, that would be a long distance for a lot of, a long distance memory for a lot of people if we don't win Sunday. I agree. We have to win on Sunday. And if they win on Sunday, they're 2-1, which if you look at the schedule and you saw at Kansas City, Seattle, a playoff team more than likely, and Atlanta at 2-0, you would take 2-1. and And you're right back. You know, you're still going to be atop uh, the NFC North. That's what stung about not taking care of business or going for the win that you could have had a game lead on the Packers and a two-game lead on both the Bears and the Vikings after two weeks in the season. Man. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And like I say, especially divisional games, especially NFC games, those are the games that really, really could come back and bite you later on in the season. So it was a lost opportunity, but the great thing is it's only that'll only be our third game into the season. You still got a lot more season left, but you can't drop opportunities when you get them. His name is Lomas Brown, former Lion. He joins us every Thursday to break down the Lions, presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. They'll officially be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. Their new sign just went up. You can see it on the S-curve if you're driving uh, north or south on 131 in downtown GR. Uh, we also give you our NFL picks. If you can beat my pro football picks, you could win $1,500 in cash from Josh and his team. Play every week for free until Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. Thursday night game is always a freebie, so you have time to get your picks in at thehugeshow.net by Sunday morning. All right, let's go uh, to the rest of the picks. Uh, we both agree, the Lions, or all of us, uh, both of us in studio and Lomas, we all agree Lions uh, win on Sunday, correct? 
Yes. Yes, I'm correct. They got to. Yes. Okay, we 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 are all there. Thank you, Josh. Uh, can you hear Superfly in the other room over there in the studio now? Because you got the best seats in the house right now in the studio. Not that I'm sounding jealous or envious. Because uh, that's the first time Evan said, yeah, I was at the game. You know, I could hear the sidelines uh, going back and forth. Okay, I'm, I've been doing this 32 years. I've never heard the sidelines in an NFL game. Okay, Josh has been on air with us for like four months. And he's hearing that. Okay, uh, Giant and Niners tonight, the Thursday night game. Man, Niners are, you know, you can just insert any quarterback you want to. They're so well coached. I I think the Niners will win this by double digits tonight. Spread is uh, Niners minus 10.5 on the DraftKings Sportsbook big board. Uh, who do you like tonight to win? Josh, I'll start with you. Niners double digits. Yeah, I'm I think, there with you. I think they blow them out like 34-10, something like Barclay's that. Barkley's hurt, so I Niners double digits. Giants and Jets, you talk about Excitement for both. They're, oh, we're going to get Giants Jets Super Bowl. <laughs> and then you got Aaron Rodgers. Like, wow, mm. uh, that, that, it's amazing. Uh, Lomas, what do you think tonight? Niners, Giants. Yeah, I'm going 49ers. That defense is awesome, and I like Brock Purdy. So I, I like 49ers. Double figures, too. Yeah, Brock Purdy's going to get paid here sooner uh, right. than later. Yeah, that guy, you know, he's not a, you know, not a one-year wonder, a solid quarterback, great leader too. I there's that leadership intangible, which I think Goff has really grown into a leader. The pressure he had in year one replacing Stafford, uh, the roar of the crowd when they introduced him on Sunday. I, I guess you could hear. You probably said hello to Josh from your seats. He <laughs> <laughs> you said, you know, I mean, to, uh, or, or to Jared. <laughs> Golf, you're like, hey, hey, Josh, hey, Josh, how you doing, Josh? Yeah, thanks, thanks for the support. Taking a lot of heat. No, I'm, right I'm not. I'm, it's not oh, bothering me. Last week it was the texting with Lomas, and this week it's your. I could hear the sidelines. I mean, I've never been able to say, you know, folks, I'm breaking down the Lions, uh, Seahawks, great game. Thanks for everybody who stopped by Ten Roof and Harry's with our friends. From from Fabiano, you know, on the sidelines, I heard disarray. I'm, 32 years never happened. All right, Bills Commanders. Uh, commanders held on after the Hail Mary in Denver going for two to tie it. I do like the Bills on the road. Uh, commanders are getting six on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. Josh, who do you like in that game? I like Buffalo. Yeah, easy, I think. I well, now, Washington, they can play some defense, but that was a high-scoring game at Mile High. Who do you like, Lomas? Uh, you know, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going with the commanders. Like you said, wow. I like their defense. I really do. And I like some of the offensive pieces that they have over there. If you think about it and everything, they got a nice little team. So I'm going to take uh, Washington, okay, the commanders to win at home. Yeah, we all forget their name. Uh, we do. <laughs> and also, when they were just the Washington football team, Every time I looked at that initial for the team, I, I thought it was WTF. That's what I <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, I can't. Who's doing that on Twitter? What's going on there? All right, Broncos, Dolphins, man. I'll tell you, Tyreek Hill makes a lot of quarterbacks look good. Uh, Dolphins have that look that they could be a Super Bowl uh, contender, if not win it. Uh, Josh, I think this is an easy pick. Uh, but the number is only the Dolphins – Minus six and a half. I don't get that one on the DraftKings uh, big board. Who do you like in that game? Yeah, kind of a tricky line there, but Denver's horrible. 
I just I don't see Denver going I, to Miami. I, I see a two-touchdown victory I, minimum for the Dolphins. I do, too. They're at home. They have a lot of momentum. I like Miami. I, I'm trying to think why you know Broncos are getting any love, probably because there's a lot of Bronco fans nationally who uh, will be by their team and stick with them all you know day long. Uh, Lomish, uh, Dolphins or Broncos? Yeah, I'm going Dolphins, but I do think the Broncos' defense, I think that's why they're getting the love, not because of their offense. I think it's more because of their defense, but I'm still going with the Dolphins to win that game. Uh, Texans, uh, they're horrible. Uh, Jaguars, uh, Kansas City made a statement with their defense. Uh, Jags or Texans, I'll go Jags minus uh, the eight and a half. This is another game that I think could be like 42 10, 42, 14, if that, uh, Jacksonville. Josh, your pick? I like Jacksonville big. Yeah, so do I. I That's a, there, there's a, a lot of games early in the season always seem attractive on the DraftKings Sportsbook Big Board. Lomas? You know what? I like Jacksonville, but I'm not going to look at them to cover. I, I, again, the, the, I think the coach from um, Houston, he's a defensive coordinator, defensive-minded coach. I think they play defense better defense. Jags win, but I don't think they cover. Colts and Ravens. Uh, Ravens will go to work. Uh, Ravens minus eight against the Colts on the DraftKings big board. Uh, I like what the Ravens are doing. Well-balanced, uh, better receivers than uh, Lamar Jackson has ever had. Uh, I like the Ravens. Lomas, your pick. Yeah, I like the Ravens to cover. I, I think this could be a blowout right here. So I love the Ravens in this game. Uh, Josh? I do too. I think Ravens cover. I could see double digits easy at home. Uh, Chargers uh, rolling in at 0-2. Vikings at 0-2. A surprise here, uh, especially for the Chargers. I, I still think the Chargers are going to win this game on the road, and the Vikings are going to be 0-3. Joshua? I like Minnesota here. I think it's their bounce back game at home. The line that's a tricky, uh, tricky Vegas line at a half point or a point. I, I like the Vikings at home. Vikings at home, Lomas. Wow, I'm a, you know I'm gonna go Chargers, Josh. Yep. I, I just can't see them falling. The oil. if they fall the oil three, they're done. I, I just don't see them making any noise. And I think Staley, their coach is out. So I think they got to win this game. They got to look at it like Detroit got to win this game. I think they're going to win this game. They're going to go on the road and win it in Minnesota. Yeah, Vikings could be 0-3. You're a Lions fan. You're rooting for the Chargers to win that game. You want the Vikings and Packers and the Bears are in disarray. Oh, my Lord. I will talk about that later. Uh, Patriots and the Jets. By the way, Lomas Brown, former Lion, joining us like he does every Thursday. Uh, with our friends from Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for the Bean Garter slash Dorn Mayhew office in downtown Grand Rapids. will be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. Uh, you can uh, drop your comments and questions at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also get your pro football picks in at thehugeshow.net. $1,500 courtesy of Josh and his team could be yours. Uh, you have until Sunday morning to play. Thursday night game is always a freebie. Patriots and the Jets. I, I'll go Patriots uh, in a close one, maybe 3-2 on a late field goal after a Jets safety. <laughs> Lomas? 
I'm going Patriots. Coach Belichick loves to get young quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks. I think he's almost undefeated against these guys, and I'm not impressed with Zach, whatever his name is, in, um, <laughs> in New York, who took Aaron Rodgers' place. Zach Wilson. I'm going with the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Josh? I like New England, too. I'm with you, Lomas. I think New England comes in there. Belichick's got their number. I, I see New England. Saints and the the Packers. I really like the way the Saints are playing. Uh, they got a stable quarterback. They have an outstanding secondary, a great pass rush, uh, weapons for Carr. I, I think the the Saints, who are getting a point and a half on the DraftKings big board, I think they're going to go into Lambeau and win that game straight up. Josh. Sorry, I'm not with you there. I see Green Bay at home. I like Jordan Love. I like the coach. Um, home environment. I think Green Bay wins this game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with Josh on this. I think both both teams got real good defenses, but I just think at home is something about Green Bay at the house with Jordan Love. I'm going to look at them to take this in a close one. Like I say, the spread is only maybe one or two points. I think it's going to be that type of game. Titans uh, shocked everybody by beating the Chargers last Sunday. Browns and Deshaun Watson looked like they were in control of that game against the Steelers, and then everything just fell apart. And let's give the Steelers' defense some credit for kind of creating uh, the havoc. Uh, Browns are only giving the Titans three and a half at home. I, I think they'll bounce back at home. I'll take the Browns over the Titans. Josh? I'm going to take the Browns as well. I think it's a close game. Uh, obviously, the running back going down with Cleveland hurts. Yeah. Uh, that hurts bad. Yeah, Nick Chubb, yeah, yeah, that's an ugly injury Chubb's too. Chubb's out. They signed Kareem Hunt, but we're not sure what we're going to get there. But I think they bounce back, but I think it's a close, close game. See, that's why I'm going to go with the Titans, Josh, because of that. Because of them losing Nick Chubb, and you don't know what you're going to get out of uh, Kareem Hunt. And I know a lot of things what Cleveland do is predicated on the run game. So I'm going to go with the Titans because they run it great with Derrick Henry. So I'm going to say the Titans will win a close game. Seahawks are given six and a half on the DraftKings big board to the Panthers on Sunday. I think this could be in an easy 14 to 17 point Seattle win on the West Coast, a team going coast to coast in Carolina. Bryce Young doesn't look physically ready to be an NFL quarterback or even emotionally uh, ready, just across the board, everything. Uh, still learning the system. I, I think the Seahawks blow out the Panthers. Lomas? Yeah, I think all the Panthers have to – I'm sorry, all the Seahawks have to do is contend with Brian Burns, their defensive end from uh, Carolina. Who's great. I mean, he's a good, good pass rusher, good play on defense. But other than that, I just don't see much more from Carolina. So, yeah, so I got – who we got? Uh, who I say going to win? Got Seahawks. Uh, there you go. My yeah, I know. Wait, wait, we're doing all the games. It gets – I, I, I forget, like, did I ask you? Did I have all the picks and everything? <laughs> <laughs> we're like multitasking, and we're still thinking about the Lions' loss, which totally distracts I us. I know, I know. All right, uh, you got Seahawks. You already said that, right? Seahawks double digits. Yeah, another double digit win will be Bears at the Chiefs. Uh, they're total disarray. The defensive coordinator resigning, uh, Justin Fields calling out uh, the head coach uh, for a robotic quarterback, and their their season's over. Uh, Chiefs. Look great against Jacksonville. I think the Chiefs win this game big against the Bears. Same. 
no more analysis on that. It's a big win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's no an easy analysis, one. Josh. All right. <laughs> yeah, and here's another blowout game, too. Some of those late games on Sunday. Cowboys at the Cardinals. Hey, I think the Cowboy fans will take over uh, Glendale, Arizona. Cowboys, uh, the spread on the DraftKings sportsbook big board Cardinals plus 12 and a half. I think the Cowboys will cover this easily. Lomas? Yeah, yeah. You know, I played with the Cardinals for three years, and when Dallas used to come in, you're right. They used to take over the stadium, so they're going to do it again on Sunday, so I see this as that big, big win for Dallas. I agree. Dallas double digits. Uh, it's going to be a home game. <laughs> they're going to win big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Raiders, surprisingly, are favored over the Steelers. Uh, again, I, Steelers woke up when they were just going through the motions. Kenny Pickett still not sold on him. NFL coaches can figure out uh, young QBs. I'll say the Steelers will show up with their defense and get a close win in Vegas. Josh? I like Vegas at home. I think they're going to get it done. I do think it's that spread is probably right. Uh, I could see Vegas by a field goal. Lomas, are you with yeah. Josh or me? You don't have to pick a side um, here, okay? I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Vegas. I'm, I'm like, like you said, Kenny Pickett. He hadn't shown me too much since the pre the regular season started. And Najee Harris, oh my God, he looks slow now. I don't know what happened to him over the all season, but he just looks real slow. So I, I, I got to go with the Raiders. I don't think Pittsburgh. They got a great defense, but I just don't see too much on offense. Yeah, I tell you what happens during my all season between all the pizza burritos and beer <laughs> i look slower people like last this last past break people are going, i was golfing with you when you were running after the cart when the brake failed on that big hill you look slower what's up huge i go hey it's pizza beers and burrito there you go uh eagles buccaneers you got the double header on monday i, I wish they'd do this double header like at seven and 10 and have a West Coast game, right? I know they're trying to sneak into primetime on both East Coast, West Coast, at least with a late game, but so be it. We get two games on Monday night. Eagles, Buccaneers, uh, Tampa at 2-0, one of the surprising teams in the NFL right now. Eagles are 2-0, but they haven't looked good. This this is a tricky game that I'm going to go with the Eagles uh, on the road. Lomas? I'm going with the Bucks at home. Wow. I think, that, yeah, their head coach is a great defensive mind. Tampa Bay's head coach, great defensive mind. And I think Tampa could just do enough. It's going to keep it close. I think they could do enough to win it at home. So I'm going to go with Tampa, close game. I like Philadelphia to win, but I think Tampa covers. I think Tampa, that's a tricky line, five and a half. Uh, I'll take Tampa in the points, but Philly to win. Yeah, I kind of get this little tag team going on with Josh and Lomas <laughs> going against my picks when I when we don't agree, but I'm okay with it because we're picking games. By the way, former Lion Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, officially at the end of the year, one of America's top accounting and business firms. Every Thursday through the big game, Lomas will be joining us on this Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew Thursday. Remember, you can try and beat my pro football picks at thehugeshow.net. Final game, the Rams are getting points in the last game of week three. I think the Rams are going to go into Cincinnati and get the W. There's something up with Joe Burrow, whether he's not fully healthy uh, these guys get paid. Do they get lazy? I just, I like the Rams in this one. Josh? 
You know, I like Cincinnati at home. That's a t- this is a tough one for me. You wouldn't bet on this one, but um, I do like Cincinnati to bounce back. I think Burrow gets a little rhythm. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still hurt or what's going on, but I like Cincinnati at home to get the win. Lomas? Wow, that's a close one. That's I, a you tough know what? One. I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Rams because I just don't know how healthy Joe Burrow is. That's, that's the key, is his health. And if he's going to be able to move around in that pocket, get away from the rush, if that, that calf is still going to bother him. So right now, I'm going to just go with the Rams to, to, to go in there and win the game. Lomas, thank you so much, man. Fellas, we just like cranked out 30 minutes uh, together. That was amazing. Wonderful conversation on the Lions. We'll talk next week and look back, hopefully, at a Lions W uh, in that Falcons game on Sunday in Detroit. You can hear Lomas on the Lions Radio Network and every Thursday during the 5 o'clock hour on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for their Grand Rapids office. Josh, good stuff. We'll talk tomorrow, and you'll take my college picks. That sounds great. Thank you. See you, Lomas. Take care. Thank you, Lomas Brown, former Lion, here on the Huge Radio Network.